0: Do I understand you've had some problems And you wonder what you're gonna do I believe I know someone to solve them And he's paid the price already loving you There is power in his blood Power in his blood There is power in the blood of the Lamb and that is now, and every problem has to bow to the power in the blood of the Lamb. Some people took the blood songs from their hymn book to better fit their services, they said. I don't think they'll ever know God's power without singing about the blood that Jesus shed. There is power in His blood, power in His, his blood. blood, there is power in the blood of the Lamb. It remains a healing stream, breaking yokes and meeting needs, there is power in Sometime. The high, the mighty, the low, the down and out Whosoever will may call on Jesus Apply the blood, you too can shout it out There is power in His blood Power in His blood, there is power in sinners white as snow There is power in the blood of the Lamb There is power in His blood Power in His blood There is power in the blood of the Lamb To the curse I say goodbye Then I bleed the blood and I testify There is power in the blood of the Lamb Listening to the hour of anointing. You know, in our world today, the concepts that people have of loyalty and faithfulness in many areas are almost forgotten. In the Old Testament days, these concepts were found most often in armor bearers. An armor bearer was to stand beside his leader, to assist his leader, to protect him against all enemies. These armor bearers were dedicated and devoted to their leaders and they were chosen based on their loyalty and their sincerity and their courage. And Christian leaders and pastors and those in authority today need modern-day armor-bearers. In 1 Samuel 16 and verse 21 we read, And David came to Saul and stood before him, and he loved him greatly, and he became his armor-bearer. The armor-bearer word was translated from two Hebrew words. The first is Nasa, and this is a word meaning to lift. There's a variety of applications, and some are these. Accept, advance, to bear, B-E-A-R, or to bear up, to carry away, to cast, desire, furnish, further, to give. We're talking about an armor bearer. To help an armor bearer is to hold up, to lift, to pardon, to raise, regard, respect, to stir up and to yield. And then the second word is kalaw, K-A-W-L-A-W, meaning to end. And some of the applications of this root word means to complete, to consume, destroy utterly, be done, finish or fulfill, long for or bring to pass, wholly reap, make clean and riddance. And so from these two particular Hebrew words, we see the duty of the armor bearer was to stand beside his leader, to assist him, to lift him up, and to protect him against any enemy that might attack him. We're going to talk about now the duties of an armor bearer. An armor bearer must provide strength for his leader. And by his very presence, a true armor bearer will always display and produce an attitude of faith and peace. If a person is to be a successful person in service as an armor-bearer to your pastor, to your group leader, this armor-bearer must sense the joy and victory, which is a very important part of your lifestyle. That alone will minister to your leader. It's a great relief to any pastor or leader to know that he does not have to carry his assistance physically, carry them physically or carry them mentally or spiritually, but that they are on top of the situation. I remember the scripture that says out of Isaiah, how lovely upon the mountains are the feet of them that preach the gospel, bring good tidings of good, those that are upon top of the situation. So an armor bearer isn't there to be lifted up. He is there to lift up. A lot of times, uh, pastors have been drained physically, drained emotionally because their associates or those that work with them were always in need of something. The pastor has plenty of folks to look after in that way, to take care of the babies in the fold, you might say. So he doesn't need another baby, especially one that's up close to him and and maybe even on the payroll. The armor bearer should be assisting the pastor, assisting the leader, giving him rest or much-needed rest in mind and body by demonstrating that The armor bearer's faith is strong and active. Now, another function of an armor bearer is this armor bearer must have a deep down sense of respect for his leader. Now, David stood before Saul and came to Saul, stood before him and loved him greatly and became his armor bearer. And you remember that David not only was an armor bearer, but he assisted in this beautiful ministry of being strong, and he developed even. As he became, I I know that he was qualified to be there in the first place. But beyond that point, then he began to develop more because he gained in skills, he gained in stature, he gained in strength, he gained in faith, he gained in aggressiveness, and later on, why then, he was even anointed to be king. God's armor bearer must have a deep down sense of respect for his leader and he must accept and have tolerance for his leader's personality and his way of doing things. You know, God made us all different. At least 50% of the time, uh, your pastor's way of doing things may differ from yours, but that difference should not be allowed to cause a problem to you or to your pastor or spiritual leader. If you will begin to minister in this way to have a respect for your leader you're going to begin to hold your leader up if you'll adopt a good attitude toward your pastor of lifting him as the words have told us the armor means to lift up to assist and to help the pastor reach the goals that god has given him by the spirit of the lord well there will be a knitting of your hearts between the two of you as you assist him in fulfilling god's dream in and through him This pastor, he will know that you are not there to argue with him, to challenge his decisions in any way with body language showing disapproval or words that might be tempting to let come out of your lips, but that you are there to work with him in prayer and in lifting him in every way to help him to achieve his God-given objectives. Now, another function of an armor-bearer, this armor-bearer must instinctively understand his leader's thoughts now you may be thinking well my pastor and I we just don't think alike and no two people really do that's one of the problems which must be dealt with in being an armor bearer to another so instead of complaining about your differences begin to discover and confess your agreement uh, you can make this confession in Jesus name I understand how my pastor thinks and I flow with him in the spirit of understanding Another great confession is, I am serving the Lord with gladness. See, that is a scripture. In fact, we're commanded or exhorted to serve the Lord with gladness. Come before him with singing and praise and thanksgiving. So we can make that confession. I am serving the Lord with a glad heart. And I am serving the Lord and helping my pastor. And I'm flowing with him in a spirit of understanding. Now, remember, the disciples were with Jesus for three long years And yet they did not begin to think as he thought until after he actually died, been buried, resurrected, ascended to heaven, and sent the Holy Ghost. Just as God's spirit was eventually imparted to these men after a period of time, your pastor's spirit will come upon you, and you too will become like-minded. Well, let's take another function of the armor-bearer. Another one is this armor-bearer must walk in agreement with and walk in submission to his leader. In order to be an armor-bearer, you must have it settled in your heart that according to Romans 13, verses 1 and 2, all authority is ordained of God. You must make up your mind to submit to your pastor in the same way that you would submit to Jesus. Now, most Christians do not understand the true meaning of submission to authority. And especially, I believe, uh, not only Christians, but Christians In America, maybe, because it would seem like we all have our own uh, headstrong ideas. But, you know, the way up is the way down. To submit yourself under the mighty hand of God. The Bible teaches that all authority has been instituted by God himself. So to refuse to submit to God's delegated authority is really refusing to submit to God. And that's the truth of the matter. A person may say, yeah, but I will always submit myself to God. But, you know... If you refuse to submit to God's delegated authority, then you're really refusing to submit to God. We must not look at the person, but at the office he occupies. We do not regard the man in this sense, but the position. We obey not the individual himself, but God's authority in him. And we must walk in agreement with and submission to our leader. You've been listening to The Hour of Anointing. To order David Engel's products, including music CDs and downloads, soundtracks and songbooks, call us toll-free at 1-877-34-RADIO or visit us online at diministries.org. And while you're there, check out audio archives of past programs, including today's broadcast. Our mailing address is David Engel's Ministries, P.O. Box 1924, Tulsa, Oklahoma, 74101.